Do you believe men and women communicate differently? Do you believe that gender has an impact on communication? If so, I agree with you. I think people do speak differently. And today I'm going to share with you my understandings of gendered communication. Hi, my name is Dr. Acero Manelli, and today we're going to be talking about you just don't understand reflections on gendered communication. So this talk is going to be based a lot on this book, You Just Don't Understand by Deborah Tannen, Men and Women in Conversations. But I want to combine it with two other clinicians as well. So Terry Real talks about psychological patriarchy. And what he's basically talking about that all of us inside our mind, we split the masculine and feminine aspects of ourselves. We position one above the other and we keep it a secret. Okay, so the masculine aspects for Terry would be assertiveness, control, decisiveness, and the feminine aspects would be connection, vulnerability, expressivity. Okay, so then Deborah Tannen comes and she talks about, from her research, she's a uh, sociological linguistic, and she talks about... um, she, she interviewed men and women, and what she realized is there's two types of communication. There's report talk and rapport talk. So report talk is the more masculine, is what men are trained with, which is solving problems, right? So I communicate in order to solve problems. You tell me something, I answer you, okay? Whereas women or girls, they, they, they practice rapport talk. Okay, so the communication is more about building connection. So it's not necessarily about solving, but it's also sharing. So there's also this this concept of problem talk. You share a problem, I also share, I also know how that feels, okay? So she talks about men and women have different ways of communicating. So I've been thinking about that, and I think it's also connected to socialization, because I know many women whose preference is to do report talk, and men who tend to do report talk. And this connects to Estelle Perel, who talks about um, the feminist revolution who, who, that kind of made intimacy verbal and quiet intimacy or masculine intimacy, like two men fishing or two men watching TV, is considered not intimate anymore. We've prioritized verbal intimacy over silent intimacy. So we have Terry Real, we have Deborah Tannen, we have Estelle Perel, and each one of them are kind of similar but kind of different. And I want to give a few examples of how I see the, the, the gaps in gendered communication and how we can solve them in a second. So the classic scene in White Men Can't Jump is when um, this couple is in bed and she's uh, in the middle of the night, she's thirsty and she wants a cup of water and he gets up and gives her a cup of water. And then she says, no, I don't want you to say, I don't want you to solve my problems. I want you to sympathize with me. I want you to say, yes, I also know how it is to be thirsty. Okay, which is kind of a caricature, but I think it's very symbolic of this dynamic. Okay, or in the clinic, many, many times, especially in heterosexual couples, the man is just not equipped with the verbal intimacy skills that his wife is expecting him. He's at a loss. What he knows to do is report talk, and when he does that, that even frustrates the women more. Or as Terry Real calls it, the 21st century women want 21st century intimacy, but the men are still in 20th century masculine socialization. So I want to give the opposite example. So just the other day, I was talking to Galid, and I was telling her about a rough day I had, and she said, yeah, I also had a rough day, and she gave me an equivalent from her life. And this was really interesting because usually when she goes and talks about herself as a man, I get insulted. Why? She's not listening to me. She's not asking me questions. But actually, I realized at that moment, it took me many, many years to realize that she was doing report talk. She was doing problem talk. She was sympathizing with me by sharing her own problem. It wasn't 
it wasn't at my expense. It wasn't she wasn't listening. This was her way of doing natural rapport talk. And over the years, since we've known these concepts, me and Gilly, we talk to each other and sometimes we'll ask each other, what kind of listening do you want? Do you need rapport talk or do you want rapport talk? So now how do you do that? How can we bridge and gap and expand our gendered communication? So the first thing is before you transmit, before you say something, think with yourself, what do you need? What kind of listening do I need? Do I need rapport talk? Do I want like tips and advice? Or do I want rapport talk? I want just to sympathize and maybe hear their problems. Or I just want them to listen. I don't want anything. I don't want any, like any, any feedback. If this is an important talk or if you're flooded, you ask specifically, explicitly say, what kind of listening do you need? So if I had a rough day and right now I just want Galit to listen, I'm sending here, Galit, this is rapport talk and I just want you to listen. Or if I have a problem and I'm like, Galit, I need your help with this. I need rapport talk. Please tell me what you think. This is the scenario. What do you think? And when you are listening to your partner and you're about to react in your default, whether it's report or rapport, stop for a second and ask yourself, what do they need? And if you don't know, Ask them, ask them, what kind of, how do you want me to react? What kind of listening do you want right now? Now that you know these concepts and know these terminologies, you can actually have a dialogue about them. And when you're having a frustration or if you're lost in translation a little bit, there's a high probability that you're kind of speaking in two different modes, report talk and report or, or one, something's not being aligned. And be mindful. I want to talk about the kids for a second because usually with kids, we do report talk. Anything they tell us, we try to solve. Oh, I had a birthday. Oh, never mind. You're going to have a better day tomorrow. I don't know how to do this. Let me fix that. But we need to be, feel free to also share report talk with our boys and with our girls. We want to raise a generation of kids that are not that gendered, but they can go also report talk and also report talk. But for that, we need to be able to react to them, respond to them from both versions, from both styles of communication. We need to be versed in report talk and in report talk, in the masculine and feminine. We also need to develop, back to Estelle Perel, verbal intimacy, but also nonverbal intimacy. We need to have that whole range because at the end of the day, the person that's most flexible in their ability to be intimate, the most flexible in the way to communicate, are the ones that are going to have the richest relationships and rich relationships equal a rich life, a fulfilling life. So... Start understanding, expand your, your communicational mastery, and the gendered communication will slowly become less of an issue. And it's going to be more of an issue of what does my partner need right now and less of what kind of socialization did they go through. So my name is Dr. Osselo Manelli. This was The Potential State. I'll see you next time.